All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 259th episode of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on April 8th, 2021. I'm wearing a Brewer shirt today. We got that three days in a row, which I know is a little difficult to have that come across through an auditory medium. But as we were talking about before we started recording, the Brewers can never be a great American baseball team seemingly by the design of how major league baseball works in America. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like uh soccer in other countries. Like mm-hmm. you're you're just allowed to spend a lot more money than everyone else. So if you have more money than everyone else, you can then spend that money on everyone on like every single expensive player uh dominate throughout the entire season like the yankees and dodgers do pretty much year in year out and then uh win championships and shit and uh that leads you to be worth more money which allows you to spend more money which then (laughs) keeps the status quo because unlike the nfl and the nba and i believe the nhl um yeah you you there's no salary cap you can just say fuck it no, you can tie in baseball. It's completely different from soccer. Ted Lasso taught me that. Baseball is similar to soccer in terms of cap. <laughs> I mean, you can't tie in baseball, though. I'm I mean, sorry, like, did I misspeak? You said you said you can tie in baseball. No, I, just I, like meant you can't. Tie I can't. In yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Got the joke in too quick. That's my bad. You can. Yeah, no, they've they've picked up games the next day. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I was going to say you can functionally tie, but then right. actually, even if yeah, the game goes until like 5 a.m. the next morning and they say, all right, time to pack it up. Yeah, they'll just finish it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I had to do once in high school. Oh, uh, Jesus. Where a game went long and the stadium didn't have lights. And so <laughs> came back like later. Mm. I, and I think it was like weeks later and then finished a baseball game it was it was on the jv team and like we were going back there oh. anyway for another trip huh? later in the season so before we started our next game we finished the earlier one and then started the next one i thought there were rules fun. in high school baseball about double headers like that but i mean it wasn't a double header it was like first one team inning. to score basically huh? wins yeah like oh. if, if you can manage to well not literal sudden death but like you know each team gets a chance mm-hmm. so like they send two bench players out there each with a bat to see who ends up yeah. surviving all right well, kids. it was like for oh sorry all right kids just a lean into the pitch come on four of you in a row and we got this locked up yeah it was for the reason that i think it was actually canceled because i don't think it was quite dark yet but it was because for like five or six innings straight there were there not only were there not really any runs there weren't really any base runners like it was <laughs> clear that everyone was just so exhausted that like yeah. Nothing was going to happen anymore. It would take a freak accident. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure the first inning of the new game, someone scored and the game ended. I don't remember exactly how it turned out. But, like, yeah. like it was it, at The minute that people got refreshed and everything, we could score again. But, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that was weird. That was a weird game for sure. Is it... Is it weird that Wisconsin, of all places, of all states, has three professional men's sports teams i feel like we're not quite big enough to deserve that i don't know it's every league wisconsin's the 20th biggest state so we're uh, in terms of population so we're a bigger than average okay state 
I, I can see us having a team in every league, especially because we're pretty dedicated mm-hmm. group of sports fans, and Milwaukee's yeah. a huge market. Like, really, right. Green Bay is the only outlier. Well, like, yeah, and that's the whole <laughs> thing, is that Milwaukee's a, a decent-sized city, It yeah. and, like, especially because it's, you know, it has, like, a, a decent metropolitan-sized area, and then it's also really close to Chicago, so there's a lot of bleed-over. Yeah. Green Bay having a football team is just a product of getting a football team 80 years ago or however fucking long. I think it's actually been over 100 years. Yeah, no, we're talking <laughs> yeah. 100 years. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, just we had a professional football team just because, like, back before the NFL they were good. existed. Yeah. yeah. All the other teams that were from random small areas They, they moved died. to bigger cities. Yeah. They, not or, necessarily. Sometimes they just died because they couldn't compete with the bigger bigger cities like the Akron or like you know Akron Bulldogs or whatever they would just die because they're in a random small city but because the Packers were good it kept us alive that was the only reason that we survived through the 40s and 50s is because we were a good team otherwise yeah no we would have died like all the other small markets so such to be lucky. you Cleveland yeah. Tropicals or whatever the <laughs> team was from semi-pro the Flint, Michigan Tropics. Yes, Flint, Michigan. That's right. Flint Tropics. Jesus. Best three teams should go. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great concept. <laughs> well, no, they have huge markets and like a lot of a lot of fans and like a bunch of great players. It's just best three teams should go. <laughs> I don't know about that. God damn it, Jackie. We talked about that. Who's that commissioner? I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Um, he plays like a principal in some stuff. Uh, commissioner in semi-pro. Yeah, David David Kochner, That's right. <laughs> it's fucking uh, what's his name? Uh, Whammy. Oh my God! How did I forget his name? Champ Kind. Yes. Champ Kind Damn. Sports. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it, we, we just got lucky. And also, I think Wisconsin's a very dedicated fan base, and you're getting the whole state. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and parts of northern Illinois, you're going to get some fans. Oh, but, yeah. like, a, even a the western western Yeah, a bunch of Midwestern, te- like, states that don't have a team. Like, Iowa, I think, has, like, a big Packers fan base. Yeah. Iowa's, like, kind of a shit show. It's a mix of Vikings, yeah. Packers, yeah. and Bears. <laughs> But, um, yeah, even, like, the western parts of Wisconsin are still going to be predominantly Packers, even though they're far closer to Minneapolis than they are to Green Bay. So it's definitely going to be mixed uh, because a lot of people move there uh, from Minnesota. But you're pretty much getting the state, and then you're getting a lot of bandwagoners because we're a random small team. And then you're getting, uh, yeah, all the expats, all the... People getting the fuck out of Wisconsin. Mm. Is Wisconsin growing? I think it's growing still, right? In population? Um, I think so. I think mostly because Milwaukee is still growing, I believe. Well, that's, yeah, most of the, most of the state right there. Yeah. It was, it was crazy to me because I have very little experience with people from the Milwaukee area. When I came to college... And it just felt like everyone was from Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, well... And it was just like, Jesus. <laughs> like half of everyone on our floor freshman year was, and that was odd. And just in classes and shit. And you're like, oh, I'm from Brown Deer. It's like, where's that? Well, Milwaukee. <laughs> I'm from fucking, yeah, 
uh, Shorewood Hills. Where's that? In Milwaukee. Like, just fucking... <laughs> whatever. They're all Milwaukee. And I was like, oh, damn. And I felt like I was the only one from the Madison area. Like, there were plenty of people no. from, like, all over. Like, you guys who were just, like, from... Nowhere. Random-ass parts of Wisconsin. But I was like, no, I knew, like, a lot of Madison people in Madison cities and the Madison area and, you know, played against schools that are basically Madison, like Wanakee and DeForest and Middleton and shit. But, uh, yeah, then I got there and I was just like, where the fuck are all the Madison people? Like, where are all the people that are basically just surviving because Madison is somewhat nearby? This is where we go to school. Where's fuck, there more of us. Where's everyone else with a weird connection to video game donkey? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Wisconsin has more people than Minnesota. I wouldn't have guessed that. Really? Not, it's yeah. almost identical, but yeah, it does. Huh. Somebody's Minnesota watching. must just be the Twin Cities and then... Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, like, laughing emojis everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got shit. But, yeah. So, I, I guess I can see it. I think it makes sense. We're, we're a diehard group. No. Yeah. We like our we like our sports. There's nothing else to do. No. So, might as well, right? Yeah. But yeah, no. I I don't think I'll ever be able to be a sustained fan of the Milwaukee Brewers because of uh, all that bullshit. And I had to learn that as a kid. I had to learn the hard lesson. I remember being very <laughs> upset when uh, my favorite player. Uh, Scott Pesednik was traded away to the White Sox. Um, he, he, so Scott Pesednik was this really cool guy. He, he made the uh, he won the Rookie of the Year. Um, he only hit like one home run all year long that that season. And then uh, me and my parents went to the last game of the season, and Scott Pesednik hit two home runs, <laughs> like the last game of the regular season, and that capped off his rookie of the year season and everything. And I was like, oh my god, he's my favorite player. And then we traded him <laughs> to the fucking White Sox for Carlos Lee. Well, actually, I take it back. Um, I actually liked Richie Sexton, <laughs> who then got traded for Scott Pesed for like other people like Scott Pesednik and shit like that. And then Scott Pesednik got traded for Carlos Lee, and then Carlos Lee got traded, and I was just sitting there like, ah, like my. <laughs> My favorite players, this is the last that I have of them, and they're gone. <laughs> like, they keep leaving one by one for, like, random new people and usually prospects. So, like, eventually, yeah, that just ended, and there weren't any. And then it was like, oh, my God, Prince Fielder and Ryan Braun. Like, they kind of revived it, and then, you know, Prince Fielder left, and I was like, well, what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the fucking point of being a Brewers fan at this point? Just and then there was the one year that we absolutely could have went to the goddamn World Series, and of course the motherfucking Los Angeles Dodgers, who could do it whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just let us have this, guys. God. Let us have this one year. I don't give a fuck. I want this one memory of the Milwaukee Brewers hopefully winning the World Series, and we probably wouldn't have because the Red Sox were really good that year, but still. Yeah. <sighs> so frustrating. Yeah, and, then, and then the Dodgers just became an absolute just god- awful because they're so good team aren't just had all of the talent fucking hate that shit aren't the dodgers didn't the dodgers come under fire a while ago for like maybe using some sketchy means to get international players uh to join their team i haven't seen this no i I thought i heard that That no it's totally possible 
a lot of teams have done that yeah for sure um but yeah no it, it could be very well i don't think the dodgers will ever be the hated team because the astros exist right <laughs> all that shit um but yeah no that's uh the Department of Justice uh, investigating MLB for their practices of sign it, signing foreign talent. Yeah. The Dodgers are most often cited, but other oh. teams in the league itself okay. are also apparently involved. Yeah. So it, I guess it's just the idea of like the, the MLB is like circumventing immigration practices to get people into the country to play baseball for them, which is... Yeah, nothing that we know. We know that they do that. (laughs) Quite literally smuggling people from the Caribbean into the United States. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? Little human trafficking never hurt anybody as long as it's for a professional sport. Do you guys think hockey is more popular globally than baseball now? No. No way. Okay. I don't think so. Baseball is one of, like, the big international sports. Like, soccer is obviously the big one. Soccer's yeah. Soccer's like, huge. Base, baseball's big in a lot of different parts of the world. I, Japan, like soccer, cricket, and rugby are, gargant- are like, the big ones. And mm-hmm. cricket and rugby, obviously, you know, leaving out the U.S., but getting yeah. India and other shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, yeah. Is this just purely an American perspective thing where I thought cricket is nothing more than a joke sport? No, cricket no, cricket's huge. It's just in cricket's only like in the certain sport parts of the country. In India, yeah. and India's got over a billion people. So, <laughs> yeah, cricket cricket's massive. And then yeah. yeah, you get all of Oceania, like Australia and all that shit. And then yeah, throw in like England and some of the older European mm-hmm. countries as well. Cricket's fucking massive. Yeah, like Why? cricket and rugby are popular in a lot of the same parts of the world so just like england and scandinavia india australia and, and the, the rest of the pacific yeah fiji all i'm saying i have a hard time taking a sport seriously when a commonplace term is tippities tippities you gotta run i don't think it's a commonplace <laughs> term i think it's like um i don't know if you guys ever heard of pull ball uh, for baseball like that's what you used to play when you only had like a few friends mm-hmm. like if you had like 10 people and we're heading out to the baseball field you'd play pull ball which meant that you have to pull you can only hit it to half of the field like you can only hit it oh if yeah. you're a right-handed hitter you can only hit it to the left half of the field so that way you only have to cover half the field because you don't have enough people to play a full mm-hmm. game of baseball i think it's like that like it's like a rule variation that's kind of like an informal form of cricket that you uh that you play so i I don't know that it's necessarily a commonplace term but yeah like it's it's a bit of a joke i mean yeah the the english are known for making up words that should not exist (laughs) scrublies the english language is full of words that scientists say should not exist the brits of course use them anyway (laughs) and sometimes they stick yeah no i don't know some cricket does make no sense to me and that is coming from someone that has played baseball their whole life and knows baseball pretty in and out i literally don't understand at all what the fuck is happening (laughs) i i remember i got into an argument 
uh, I think I was in high school, maybe it was early college, I don't remember who it was with, basically where I said, like, cricket is a dumb sport and I don't understand it. And they're like, well, if you just tried to understand it, it would make total sense and, like, you'd think it was pretty cool. And so I, I spent, like, hours, <laughs> like, looking on the internet trying to figure out how to play cricket and I couldn't figure it out. I watched a video that said, like, cricket for beginners and I was like, I don't, I still don't get it. Like, rugby... I don't understand the rules and the intricacies, but I know right. what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. like, you like get they're the moving the ball idea. across the field yeah. and trying to touch it into the end zone or kick it through the uprights. Like it makes sense. It's just weird, and I don't get all the like ins and outs of like what what causes this to cause this. But if I watched rugby, I would understand who's doing well and like what you know when to cheer if I was rooting for one team or another. Yeah, like cricket, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Literally, not the slightest idea. I'm like, why are what? What is the point of the second post? Are they running back and forth? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it seems like someone runs to that post, runs back, and then runs back to the post a third time. And I'm like, I don't even understand. Is there like, when do you score the points? It just, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's completely. I, I know it has something to do with like depending on how many circuits between the first post and the second one you make that gives you more points but i i couldn't tell you how or why or I, like what the formula is i'm pretty I, sure that they're doing like algebra <laughs> i do think that like my baseball experience fucks it up even worse than right because like, yeah for me like baseball you you start at home and you score when you get back to home so like cricket i think when you go out come back home i think you're done you did it but then when they go back out again i'm like what the fuck is happening that makes no sense and then like and and cricket games uh, can last for days well there's different types of cricket is the whole thing Mm -hmm. there's test matches which yeah last like three fucking days and then there's like (laughs) you know normal like this game lasts for three hours or whatever like a normal sport and like then there's also like speed matches that are like they don't last at all like i don't even and Andrew. what the fuck is the wickets? What's going on with the wicket? What? There's like a catcher, but the wickets are more important than the catcher. I'm like, what is happening? And you can hit people. With yeah. The ball. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know what it does when you hit them, but I know you, you can do it. I kind of seems like everybody should be wearing a helmet on this field. That is a wooden ball, by the way. Like, yeah. that is not. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Andrew, it's a you fucking the- croquet ball. <laughs> <laughs> You saying the word circuit just elevated this to me from something I'm not super aware of but could maybe figure out to this is like the craps of professional sports. Where <laughs> yeah, I'm yes, with you. I, I'm no going to someday maybe like get a general sense of it, but I'm never going to have the intricacies down. I could live it to be 100. Nope. I, I've been to Vegas twice, and both times that I went, I remember – I tried, again, for hours, searching on the internet, trying to figure out how to play craps. Because I'm like, I want to play... I guess I don't know if it's a round of craps. I don't know how long you can play craps or when it starts and when it ends. But I wanted to play some. Mm-hmm. No fucking idea. Never. I'm probably never going to give it a chance. Because I don't know what's going on. I will say with craps, it's a total beginner's luck game. Like, it's really... Yeah. It is considered... Like, in the culture, to be good luck to have someone who has no idea what the fuck is going on roll the dice. Yep. Because all, you, all you're doing is rolling the dice, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you know what the dice mean as long as you roll the dice. It's considered, yeah, like, good luck when you're 
when you're clueless about what's happening. <laughs> yeah. But like, because like, craps is the game where like people are betting on you rolling the dice. You might not even be like betting on your own yeah. dice roll. Like, yeah, that's the thing is I don't know when you make bets and when you win and when you lose. Like, I don't know how that works because there's yeah. a bunch of different positions on that board. It, it looks like you're trying to create like a Napoleon war strategy <laughs> with your chips, but I don't fucking know where Russia is and where Waterloo is. I, I don't know where to avoid. I think, I, I think it's what the common dice rolls are bad and the less common dice rolls are good. That's, that's the only thing I think I know. So oh, craps that is true for the first roll but then after that, I think it's if you keep going or you keep going, you keep rolling. If after the first roll, you roll either a seven or what you rolled on the first roll. Hmm. But then you and then other people can bet on other outcomes as well, which sometimes pay out higher than just getting a seven or what you rolled the first time. Um, and then that just keeps cycling through until you don't roll uh, seven or whatever you got the first time. Yeah. Okay, so on the first roll... <laughs> oh, boy! We're explaining craps. This yeah. is our podcast. Yeah, okay, you know what? No, let's do this after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note, I think it's time to do a clap sync and move on to the wacky post roll. Dig it. Woo. Got anything wacky? Regret for wasted time is more wasted time. Mason Cooley. Who's Mason Cooley? Let's find out. Is it another bullshit con artist who's dead? Mason Cooley is an American aphorist known for his witty aphorisms. Okay. What the fuck is an aphorism? Aphorism. One of these such aphorisms Cooley developed was, The time I kill is killing me. Seems like he's focused on time, ironically enough. Aphorism is a concise, terse, or memorable expression of a general truth or principle. Oh, so this dude's job is he just comes up with quotes. That's what he does. Not not quite like the other guy, the shitty one. This, right. At least these are like supposed to be like witty and like kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. They sound a lot like politicians speak when they say like they reverse the thing. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And that's not quite a reversal. I don't know. At the JFK, the ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country, where you just flip something and then everyone's like, ooh, <laughs> you wrinkled my brain. Like, <laughs> I can feel the smoothness becoming wrinkled on my brain. <laughs> the time I kill is killing me. Procrastination makes easy things hard, hard things harder. That's not even witty, that's just... Procrastination sucks. You, I mean, that's you, the whole point of aphorisms, is just taking common sense things and saying it in a strange way. 
Also, this dude has never felt the adrenaline of staring down 5,000 pages of a, of a pro, 5,000 words of a project, not pages, 5,000 words of a project and inspiration striking from the adrenaline of a deadline coming up. Come on. Just like my girlfriend. <laughs> no, I need that. I need that high. That's how I operate. You don't understand. I'm procrastinating out of necessity, not out of uh, negative things. I mean, I'm a maniac who thinks that if I don't have a project done three days ahead of time, it, I'm going to be late to turn it in. So, like, that is my, that is my, all right, got to get this shit done, fucking, fucking on the razor's edge, what for a lot of people is like, oh, yeah, reasonable amount of time to get this finished still. So you're, like, faking procrastination. Yes. Yeah, no, like you're yeah. Lucas is synthesizing procrastination in a lab. Yeah. And injecting it straight into his veins. He feels the cortisol of the stress of a, a deadline bearing down on him. But he has plenty of time. Yeah. I just lie to myself, guys. Yeah, you're just lying just to yourself. just keeps working. You're literally, like, you're taking a deadline and then putting it in your calendar three days before it's due. And then pretending that the deadline isn't the deadline mm -hmm. <laughs> that it's actually earlier than it is yeah so then the adrenaline spikes even though you're not even close to behind right it works i guess <laughs> for me in college it was just sitting down and actually writing and then yeah. not stopping and then turning in my rough draft because i don't feel like editing it and then getting an ab on the paper and being like cool. i maybe you know i don't want to sound pretentious considering by what i'm kind of doing now for money but like standards for college writing were not as lofty as they were maybe made out to be going into college as uh, uh high school graduates oh yeah I yeah i mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's the same thing every all through your life teachers are telling you like you're not gonna be able to get away with this shit at the next level and you always do. Yeah. Like, in elementary school, you're not going to be able to get away with this in middle school. Like the teachers aren't going to be able to hold your hand in middle school. You're not going to be able to get away with this in high school. Teachers don't care about you in high school. Like in high school, when you get to college, this shit's going to get real and you better be ready for it. And then in college, when you get out in the job market, you think that people are going to accept you making a mistake? Like, no, you're going to be fired. And then I, it's just like, then you get the real world and you're like, no, no, we're all I, humans with empathy and understanding. What the fuck are you all talking about? If you are a child listening to this, God help you and us. But also, I have never, I have never been turned down from a decent teacher, coworker, or boss when I said, hey, not totally sure what's up with this material. Do you think we could, like, sync up about this over lunch or, like, when you have a free minute? The answer is always yes if they're not shitty. Yeah. Mm. No, you'll have bad professors, teachers, bosses, but, like, it's not – the level of where you are in your life is irrelevant. Yep. Like, that, mm -hmm. that part literally doesn't matter. It just depends on the people that you're surrounded with. Like, you might have your worst experience in terms of, like – you know, being able to get away with the most amount in elementary school and then have it get progressively easier <laughs> and then land a cushy job with a cool boss after college and, like, your life is set. Like, it literally doesn't matter where you are. 
Guess you what? Always build it as that. Guess what? You end up there, you put the time in, you do good work, then you can be the cool boss. You can be proving your teacher wrong and be like, no, yeah, guys, like, there's we have some malleability on this deadline. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, quality is what we really care about here. Like, be- yeah. Becoming a boss so that I can hold my employees' hands and tell them it's going to be all right to prove my teachers wrong. I mean... I'm going to help you this is to advanced. own the libs. <laughs> Own the libs. <laughs> Left wing destroyed. <laughs> the battlefield meme. Just fucking. <laughs> Left wing destroyed when this person became an entrepreneur. <laughs> starting a unique business idea that was adapted quickly by the general public. Just so that you could prove... Mr. Morrissey wrong from <laughs> fourth grade when he said shit's about to get hard. Gonna, gonna, really, gonna really hold their hands by by implementing some profit sharing policies, mandated time off. Like, take that, progressives. Yeah, I'm gonna use my career success uh, to give myself a little bit of time to spend on myself to own. <laughs> My fourth grade teacher. I'm going to meet the love of my life because <laughs> because my teacher said life is going to be harder. <laughs> we'll meet. We'll meet while I'm vacationing in Spain. My desire yeah. to be with her will make me develop and enact a robust work from home policy. Yeah. We're suddenly a global company. I'll be backpacking through Europe with the month that I gave myself off after we went public and offered an IPO. Like, <laughs> just to spite that smug motherfucker. This is getting weird now. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Quarantine Cast, episode 259. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram and YouTube where we upload highlight clips. Uh, send us your questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Uh, support us on Patreon if you like what we do. Uh, check out the Act Blue link. Yeah, Act Blue link in the description down below if you'd like to help a collection of great progressive causes. Uh, and follow me at LucasDeWriter on Twitter if you want to keep up with all of my writing. Thank you all so much, and best of luck out there. Mason Cooley's a hack. He went mask off. We want to hear a shitty quote. Oh. Absolutely. Travelers never think that they are the foreigners. Yes, we fucking do. What? what? <laughs> do you have zero, like, understanding of your place in the world? Yeah, I very much think I'm a foreigner when I'm I, in a different country. I'm you, very aware that I am different from the people around me, and I'm you, the foreigner. Mason Cooley, have you ever been in a place where you didn't speak the predominant language? Yeah, even okay. when I do, I'm still like... Hmm, I feel a little different than these people. Like, I, I, when I was stuck in the airport in Paris, and there were some people from like Scotland and Ireland around me, I still felt weird. Yeah. I felt slightly more at home because I felt like, well, worst case, I can at least talk to these human beings. But like, still felt pretty weird. <laughs> I don't know. Hack. Mason Cooley is over party. <laughs> I'll stop. Bye.